0: Showtime! I am big. To Jurassic Park. It's the, 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 the picture that got torn. To kind of a big, big oh, deal. the, with oh, great are, great the big are you You're not in Kansas anymore? What we They call me Mr. Echoes of eternity. Well, it's not the many in life that tells the life in your men. Life. ever dance with the devil and the away. What have you done to Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast, The Mnemonic Tree, where we add a single mnemonic leaf to our tree of knowledge. Today's episode is on another one of those people that died at an extraordinarily young age. Marilyn Monroe was in her mid-30s when she tragically died, and it leaves you thinking, firstly, how did she fit so much in to such a short period of time, and secondly, what could have been possible if she lived to an average age? Coming from a disjointed childhood of foster homes and an orphanage, Munro went from factory worker, modelling, then on to acting, where she became one of the biggest and most marketable stars of her era. Today's mnemonic is on her top eight movies, so with no further ado, we will begin with a summary from Wikipedia. Marilyn Munro, born Norma Jean Mortensen, was an American actress. Famous for playing comedic blonde bombshell characters, she became one of the most popular sex symbols of the 1950s and early 1960s, as well as an emblem of the era's sexual revolution. She was a top-billed actress for a decade, and her films grossed $200 million by the time of her death in 1962. Long after her death, Monroe remains a major icon of pop culture. In 1999, the American Film Institute ranked her sixth on their list of the greatest female screen legends from the golden age of Hollywood. In 2009, The Guardian named her one of the best actors never to have received an Academy Award nomination. Born and raised in Los Angeles, Monroe spent most of her childhood in foster homes and an orphanage. She married at age 16. She was working in a factory during World War II when she met a photographer from the first motion picture unit and began a successful pin-up modelling career, which led to short-lived film contracts with 20th Century Fox and Columbia Pictures. After a series of minor film roles, she signed a new contract with Fox in late 1950. Over the next two years, she became a popular actress with roles in several comedies, including As Young As You Feel and Monkey Business, and in the dramas Clash By Night and Don't Bother to Knock. She faced a scandal when it was revealed that she had posed for nude photographs prior to becoming a star, but the story did not damage her career and instead resulted in increased interest in her films. By 1953, Monroe was one of the most marketable Hollywood stars. She had leading roles in the film noir Niagara, which overtly relied on her sex appeal, and the comedies Gentlemen Prefer Blondes and How to Marry a Millionaire, which established her star image as a dumb blonde. The same year, her nude images were used as the centrefold and on the cover of the first issue of Playboy. She played a significant role in the creation and management of her public image throughout her career, and she was disappointed when she was typecast and underpaid by the studio. She was briefly suspended in early 1954 for refusing a film project, but returned to star in the seven-year itch, one of the biggest box office successes of her career. When the studio was still reluctant to change Monroe's contract, she founded her own film production company in 1954. She dedicated 1955 to building the company and began studying method acting under Lee Strasberg at the actor's studio. Later that year, Fox awarded her a new contract which gave her more control and a larger salary. Her subsequent roles included a critically acclaimed performance in Bus Stop and her first independent production in The Prince and the Showgirl. She won a Golden Globe for Best Actress for her role in Some Like It Hot, a critical and commercial success. Her last completed film was the drama The Misfits. Monroe's troubled private life received much attention. She struggled with addiction and mood disorders. Her marriages to retired baseball star Joe DiMaggio and to playwright Arthur Miller were highly publicised but ended in divorce. On August 4th, 1962, she died at the age of 36 from an overdose of barbiturates at her Los Angeles home. Her death was ruled a probable suicide. This now takes us on to today's mnemonic. And the mnemonic for Marilyn Monroe Top 8 Movies is The Best Girl. Now for this one, we take all of the consonants and all of the vowels are assisting. And all those words are spelt normally. So, just need you to picture Marilyn Monroe as the best girl in movies in the 1950s. So, we'll get into it. The, we take the T for The Misfits. The H, How to Marry a Millionaire. And E, is assisting. Best, we take the B for bus stop, the E's assisting, the S, some like it hot, and the T, the seven year itch. Girl, we take the G for gentlemen prefer blondes, the I's assisting, the R, river of no return, and the L, let's make love. And we'll just go over that one more time. So that's the mnemonic for Marilyn Monroe top eight movies. And the mnemonic is the best girl. The we take the T for The Misfits, the H, How to Marry a Millionaire, and E is assisting. Best, we take the B for Bus Stop, the E's is assisting, the S, Some Like It Hot, and the T, the Seven Year Itch. Girl, we take the G for Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, the I is assisting, the R, River of No Return, and the L, Let's Make Love. Now on to... Five Fun Facts. And the first fun fact today, fact number one. Norma Jean Baker was married at age 16. It wasn't your standard marriage, though. It was an arranged marriage to James Doherty, the 20-year-old boy, next door. Why, you ask? Because the family friend that was looking after Monroe at the time, Grace Goddard, was moving to West Virginia and couldn't take her unless she was married. And so it was, and she was married to James from 1943-1943. To 1944, And fact number two, Marilyn Monroe and Albert Einstein may have had a thing. Shelley Winters, a veteran actress from films such as The Diary of Anne Frank and The Poseidon Adventure, was Monroe's roommate at one stage and claims Monroe hinted about a dalliance with Einstein. And fact number three, Monroe was the first pick by Truman Capote to play the role of Holly Golightly in Breakfast at Tiffany's. In the end, she rejected the role mainly due to her advisor and acting coach not believing the role was appropriate for Monroe. The role eventually went to Audrey Hepburn, which she made her own in one of her best movies. And fact four. Both Monroe's mother and grandmother had mental illness. The grandmother killed herself while her mother was hospitalised in Rockhaven, California as a paranoid schizophrenic. And fact five. Apart from the FBI having a file on Monroe, she was also being listened to. This was discovered years after Monroe's death when actors Michael Irving and Veronica Hamill remodelled the house that was previously Monroe's and discovered a sophisticated government-grade phone-tapping system throughout the house. And we do have two bonus facts, and the first one is, in 1954, both Joe DiMaggio and Frank Sinatra raided a house with an assembled crowd to catch Marilyn Monroe cheating. They were tipped off by DiMaggio's hired private investigator who gave them the exact address. Now, after breaking in and storming the place, they realised it wasn't the place, rather the home of Secretary Florence Cotts, who in the end sued and was awarded 7500 for her trauma. And our last bonus fact. According to sources, Monroe was a mediocre student but enjoyed writing and helping with the school newspaper. But apparently one of Monroe's junior school teachers was suitably impressed with her astuteness, noting that when she asked the young Monroe to name two pronouns, Marilyn precociously replied, Who me? Now on to the three, three question, question quiz. quiz, and the first question, question number one: Marilyn Monroe's first choice of stage name was what? And your options are Gina Dare, Mon Grell, or Jean Genie. And the second question: Which Marilyn Monroe co-star said? Kissing her is like kissing Hitler. And again, your options are Frank Sinatra, Tony Curtis or Clark Gable. And question number three. In 1958, who did Marilyn Monroe have a brief affair with? Your options are Mickey Rooney, Joseph Cotton or Oliver Hardy? And we do have a bonus question, and that question is, how old was Monroe when she died, and what year did she die? And for the year that she died, your options are 1952 or 1962. It's now time to recap that mnemonic. Mnemonic. And the mnemonic for Marilyn Monroe Top 8 Movies is The Best Girl. For the we take the T for the misfits, and the H for how to marry a millionaire. The E is assisting. Best, we take the B for bus stop. The E is assisting. The S, some like it hot, and the T, the seven year itch. Girl, we take the G for gentlemen prefer blondes. The I is assisting. The R, river of no return, and the L, let's make love. Now on to the answers for the three question quiz. And the first question was: Marilyn Monroe's first choice of stage name was what? And your options were: Gina Dare, Mongrel, or Jean Genie. And Monroe's first choice of stage name was Gina Dare. And I hope no one fell for the first option, which was Mongrel. And question two: Which Marilyn Monroe co-star said? Kissing her is like kissing Hitler. And your options were Frank Sinatra, Tony Curtis or Clark Gable. And the co-star that said Kissing her is like kissing Hitler was Tony Curtis. And question three. In 1958, who did Marilyn Monroe have a brief affair with? And your options were Mickey Rooney, Joseph Cotton or Oliver Hardy. And in 1958, Munro had a brief affair with Mickey Rooney. And we do have a bonus question. That question is, how old was Munro when she died, and what year did she die? And your options for the year she died were 1952 or 1962. And Munro died at 36 years old, and it was the year 1962. Now on to word of the week, and this week's word of the week is prevaricate, and that is spelt P-R-E-V-A-R-I-C-A-T-E, and the meaning, according to Dictionary. com, is to speak falsely or misleadingly, deliberately misstate or create an incorrect impression, lie, and our simple example today is. Deceit and prevarication were commonplace in regards to Marilyn Monroe, whether it be the media, the public or the CIA. Well, that takes us to the end of another episode. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to join our mnemonic community, you can reach us at the mnemonic Tree Podcast, which is all one word, .com on the website. From there, you'll find links in the top right to Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Your feedback is much appreciated, so if you have the time, please rate and review the podcast on your chosen platform. Any reviews read on the podcast will receive a small gift of appreciation. And also, if you'd like to suggest a topic or have any additional fun and interesting facts for today's episode, I'd love to hear them, so post them on Facebook and be sure to tag me. Again, if you have a suggestion of a mnemonic that you have created, send it to the mnemonic tree at gmail.com. Every 10 weeks, we'll announce a winner for the Mnemonic of the Month, which may be used in future episodes. Until next time, remember, as Socrates said, there is no learning without remembering. See you next time. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense.